0: Hi, this is Hetty,
1: and this is Tina,
0: and this is Love and Inclusion
1: in, in the, the real, real world.
0: Um, welcome to episode six. <laughs> episode six, woo hoo! Yeah, it feels like it's real. Like yeah. every time we add an episode, it just gets a little bit more um, real. We're gonna call this um, episode "Speaking Up and Speaking Out," um, and it's um, part of our series on advocacy. So um, we're gonna be joined by a guest. Yes, and we're super excited about that.
1: Um, But let's talk a little bit about what is a self-advocate. So, you know, great, heavy here. Always comes with all these definitions for me for our podcast, just to give you guys a background. Um, So one of the dictionary definitions she found was it occurs any time people speak or act on their own behalf to improve their quality of life, affect personal change, or correct inequalities. Um, And another way to...
0: Read that is that self advocacy is the ability to articulate one's needs and make informed decisions about the supports necessary to meet those needs. So both of those are very um, self self driven self driven self centered isn't the right word, but it's, yeah. <laughs> you know it, it really is about self advocacy um, and along with those come some core beliefs and values um, and there's a number of resources that you can go to to see what those are. Um,
1: and the the ones that we've listed we'd love to share with you so um, the first one we have is being a person first I want to add that the that these are self advocacy skills for all individuals with and without disabilities Um,
0: making your own decisions that's super important who doesn't want to make their own decisions right
1: Um, believing in your value and believing that you have value as a person
0: Mm -hmm, for real Um, and having other people believe in you as a person um, I think that one of the biggest motivators of anything that humans do is how other people regard you. Um, Definitely. It's, a, it's really important to feel like people believe in who you are. Um, also empowerment, right? People want to feel empowered. They want to feel like they can speak up, speak out, um, see what's on their mind and that they're gonna have um, a voice in the public venue.
1: Right, and that they're making a difference, right? That, that they're sure. speaking out and, and they're being heard, right? Like, um, there's a difference between I hear you and you were heard, right? Right. It's like, a huge difference between that. Um, also, equal opportunity is really important.
0: Um, learning and living together. Um, um, and that really ties, I think, into the next one is that the idea of institutionalization is just a bad idea. For all people. <laughs> like, who like, wants to live in an institution? Like, with nobody. Right. Um, and then just not being labeled. Um, nobody likes to be labeled, I think. Uh, I think that if we want labels, we want them to be the labels we pick for ourselves. Right. Right? But we don't want other people to lay a label on us. Um, so those are just some principles, some core um, bits and pieces around self-advocacy that we think that are important. Um, and we also think that it's important to go back to the definition that we gave you before about what we think advocacy is so that we can sort of meld the, all these ideas together and right? we kind of
1: give you the why behind why we have this guest that we have today and also to help remind you of um, what we feel is important as far as, self-advocacy skills and the definition that we have adopted ourselves
0: so what we decided earlier in our program is that advocacy um we're going to use this represents the series of actions taken and issues highlighted to change the what is into a what should be considering that this what should be is a more decent and a more just society Um, and so really when we when we look at that and then we think about the skills of a self-advocate um and we meld those two together because really our guest does that so wonderfully um you really have uh, a self-advocate who's become an activist definitely right who's not just um talking about what he needs right, right? what's going to benefit him but really what's going to benefit his community in the larger sense and I think that's really exciting and I think that we're seeing a lot of that more and more um, yes, in definitely. the public square, um, I think we've seen some really neat
1: examples of that recently. Oh yeah, um, well and and we're so great that we live in such a great community because the guests that we have is local. Um, we do have some examples of um, individuals that aren't local but okay. um, the guests we have is local so that I think that is a little shout out to Northern Colorado. Yeah, it's <laughs> happening here. Yes. <laughs> um,
0: so, I don't know how many of you saw John Franklin Stevens, Frank Stevens. Um, he's spoken to the UN, he's spoken to the United States Congress. He wrote a pretty scathing letter to Ann Coulter a few years ago yeah, he um, to talk about her use of um, slurs her against language. people with yeah. um, disabilities. Um, he's really an amazing self advocate who's become an activist. Um, we recently saw a testimony before the Senate Judiciary Committee um, that was very much the same saying, hey, like, I have I have rights, I have needs, and I have a concern that um, if certain things happen in our government, that those rights in, are, are gonna be withdrawn. Um, and then I think, too, if we look at that list, Tina, of all of the organizations that have been founded right. and are led by people, um, who who are who have been self advocates? Right, and
1: and this is really important because a couple a couple sessions ago, podcasts ago, I'm not really sure how to word that. <laughs> a couple podcasts ago, um, we talked to you about the arc and how that was founded by parents. Well, um, these organizations were founded and or led by self advocates, and we have a couple of them listed, um, and we can post all this stuff on on our Facebook for you too. We have um, rooted in rights, advocating advocating change together the open door club self-advocates becoming empowered and people first and um, we left people first last because um, our guest actually happens to um to be on the chapter for people first and mm-hmm. we, we're, we don't want to steal his thunder so um but we want to tell you kind of about the mission of people first and their mission is advocating for full full community inclusion Full, full, <laughs> community <laughs> inclusion while ensuring personal choice, personal choice and self-direction. Um, and so I, I just think that that's really important because, and that kind of goes back to the principles and the the values about, you know, believing in a person and it being that person's choice, right? Right. And so, um, did you have something to add to that?
0: Well, I, you know, I was just going to say that choice piece is so important, mm-hmm. like in the work that I do with Children, um, sometimes the most powerful thing that you can do is just to give them a choice. Right. And they're so like honest and pure about that. Right. And as we get older, we maybe are a little more guarded. But the fact is, is that we all function better when we feel like we have choice in our life. And so I think that that is just has to be bedrock around Mm -hmm. Um, any kind of activism, is that that's preserved for people. So, but what really what we'd like to do though now since we've eaten up about a third of our time, right. <laughs> is to introduce our guest. So, um, without further ado, we'd like to introduce Julian Wang. He is currently the treasurer of People First, but he's going to tell you more about himself and about what he's currently um, doing. The hats that he's wearing, out and in he the world. wears many. Yeah. So, Julian, welcome.
2: Hi, everybody. This is Julian here. Um, so. My sort of story would be for me to be, um, for me to move here to Northern Colorado is um, my parents' job. And, and uh, my parents, uh, my dad does international missions at one of the local churches here. So that was our big reason to move to Northern Colorado. Um, so I am born in Hong Kong which is a mile feels like miles away, but <laughs> could be longer, darn it. Um, but um, so I lived there for 14 and a half years and then I lived in um, Lee Summit, Missouri for all of my high school years from freshman to my twi- um, through t- my 21st birthday um, school time, which is sort of... We're becoming a super senior multiple times and being too super, (laughs) but um, and then right after that we moved out to Colorado and through that experience of multiple transitions I've had to advocate for different things or um, advocate to my parents the needs that I need. Um, So uh, currently, right now, I work at the Home Depot as my paid job. And then I am, um, so I sit on People First as the treasurer of People First. And then I'm the president of Speaking for Ourselves Colorado. Um, and then I've also done a lot of public speaking events and other things locally and uh, internationally. Just doing things, so it's I've got an opportunity to share what I've done, but still, it's like it. Yeah, we're talking about the opportunity of including somebody. So that's my the biggest thing is if it wasn't for uh, a parent in that had a person that was part of people first and saying, hey, you should check out this group. I would have never got any of these opportunities. Right. So.
0: Yeah, but I think that's a really important part, right? That, um, like, when you know something's out there, you got to share it so that people who um, can really grow and benefit know that it's available.
1: Right, mm-hmm. and it's there. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so, well. I think what we'd really like to hear about is just some specific things that you've done in the community mm-hmm. um and i i mean i think that both tina and i know a little bit about things that you've done because mm-hmm. we've intersected here and there yeah but we'd like to hear it from you
2: yeah so um my biggest thing that i'm doing right now is i'm a Sartech tech fellowship um fellow and that's a one-year project mm-hmm. and my big project that i'm doing is Trying to figure out the barriers to uh, youth, especially transition age slash uh, transitioning out of high school. What are the barriers of getting them into a broader range of self advocacy, like into a self advocacy group or something like that? So that's one thing that I'm doing. The next thing that I'm doing is um, SFO, speaking for ourselves, Colorado is going to be hosting the Self Advocates Becoming Empowered uh, conference in 2020. So that's another big project that I'm tackling on right now. And then in the past, I have advocated locally and also on some uh, state uh, opportunities, advocating for different needs. Like for here, a local bus stop needed they were trying to keep bus bus service running to our local park office. So they, so I got to advocate at city council or advocate for Sunday service. So there's just many different opportunities locally that I've had to advocate for other people. And then um, um, statewide, I've got to testify at as um, state hearing on um, employment first, and what's the value of um, stuff like that? So I've done a variety of different things, but my two like common hats that everyone ends up knowing me for employment and transportation because those are things that I like.
1: Those are things you're passionate
2: about. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about what happened with the employment first?
2: Efforts. So with the employment first effort that gave, um, it was a unanimous win in the. um, I can't remember exactly, but it allowed um, more um, for a bill to come out of it that managed to get read into the um, state and House of Representatives and actually passed to allow. Um, further impacts of trying to improve employment here. Mm-hmm. To so the goal, of um, employment first here are to put employment for people with intellectual disabilities, and first before segregated uh, systems. Okay. So that's sort of the big thing, and then also have a office of um, employment first housed into the government, so they can do. Um, Make sure those priorities are still there.
0: Oh, that's excellent. That's a really good yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> I, as for right now, I've not, um, I've not been as as involved, at, because I've been doing other things. But I just do not know where the housing of that is. Maybe some for some research. um we can throw some links up
1: yeah and to be fair the senate isn't in isn't in session right now anyway Mm -hmm. so so it's okay it's okay (laughs) but i'm just saying
2: i I just don't know because there was like the last time i talked about it it was like okay we don't know what we're doing (laughs) i'm just getting all the emails that's all i don't necessarily that's okay well
1: and i think that was a good thing that you said i just don't know what i'm doing do you always know what you're doing every time you go someplace no. 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 Right. Neither no. do I. Yeah. Neither do I. Right. Yeah. Neither How? does anybody I know. Exactly. <laughs> but you still go, right? Yeah. And, and you still take that step to make that impact, right? And mm-hmm. and sometimes just showing up, right, mm-hmm. is a good action for a yeah. leader. Yeah. Well, and I think it takes like just a certain kind of person to testify in front of
0: the legislative body, right? Because it like you go there and it it's like daunting, right? Yeah. It's Like this big kind of formal parliamentary procedure. Rig and there you are and
2: you, you, have and or you don't have to you <laughs> but
1: I, uh,
2: yeah but i mean the biggest thing is as long as there are people that see the potential and give you the right amount mm-hmm. of what you need to know right there and then and then also have skills and and practice for that Be- before i came to colorado i had some experience as a global messenger for special Olympics
0: oh nice
2: so a lot of that training of advoca- right. advocating or talking about something gave that sound on training mm-hmm. in that right. sense so it wasn't like okay we're well, going to throw you off <laughs> the deep end and try right. to talk about yourself um, they, they sort of gave you pro- the tools and proper idea of how to talk but it also depends on what else you're interested in right. like for me I'm mm-hmm. I did some drama. I've been in like done other stuff like that, or I. I'm just naturally drawn to the spotlight of, media. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but it just. Does. Well,
1: I have to second that, and I don't know if you realize this, but I was there that day you testified. Did you know that?
2: Yeah. Okay, I don't know uh, if you remember. I, I remember. Yeah. How do you remember, um, I remember and, that? And
1: I, right, and he, he was amazing. Like, yeah. and I actually. Oh. I forgot about that until just this moment, and I was like, that's right, I remember you you, I mean, fantastic, like, um, and also one thing that's really important that happens a lot um, with, you know, minority groups and, and like, in in disabilities and minority group is your voice gets trampled on, right? Mm -hmm. Your voice isn't always heard. And so that's one of the things that I appreciate most is when you stand up to talk and you, you're great. You're right. You're a great presenter. The spotlight finds you like, you're just like, okay, I'm here. And this is what I have to say, yeah. which is fantastic.
0: Um, One thing that I just want to make sure that everybody's really hearing loud and clear is that Julian didn't just wake up as a young adult and all of a sudden have all the skills that he needed to be like this great self-advocate and activist, right? Right. And he, he had the opportunities and exposure to learn a whole set of skills that called on his strengths and his interests. and really helped him to find what he was passionate about and so like if you're a parent out there thinking about your own child or if you're a young person thinking about how can I be impactful like take advantage of those opportunities Mm -hmm. and those doors that open as you're coming along the way um so I'm curious what are you most proud of like what do you feel like you've accomplished
2: that makes you I know you have
1: blessed us so much yeah
2: yeah there's a lot I've done and but the thing is, my biggest one was very sentimental to me. Was when I got to talk to my parents and say, "Hey, I would like to get on an airplane by myself and go somewhere, and not like feel hindered by somebody else." <laughs> and, and, and some people are like, That's just, "Like you're nuts, you know." But the supports are there as long yeah. as you find them yeah. and you understand that it's like okay we'll go there and just do it but i mean um so like just something like that you know i I tell everybody find something like a baby step of just trying to uh, um, get that person to advocate or find their their want or dream you know right um their sense of independence so for me i love aviation as a sort of a general hobby on top of all the other things I do. And it's like for me to enjoy that, to be included, I have to sort of go without your parents. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So it's like you have to go through the you have to go through the process of it. Yeah. So so I think the big question or thing here is like we were saying again we were saying it's about the option. And um I think the biggest question is where are those opportunities? Right. A lot of, um, I'll say this to parents and also young adults or professional adults that are a lot older, Mm -hmm. um, are, my biggest thing is you, there's plenty of opportunity there. You just have to speak up. Mm -hmm. Until that time of speaking up for that issue, no one's going to know that you're there yeah and then the other thing is what we've learned i don't know how you guys feel is whenever you do a phone call to let's say uh, a person in government or some other uh, sector into the community that phone call sometimes can bear weight Mm -hmm. like my voice could carry a hundred different voters that are from that disability community Mm -hmm. but it could also be some people are not part of the disability community. Right. That, that weight carries. So I want to empower you in that sense. I mean, these two women are great examples of that because they, they want to share those skills with you. And I think the biggest thing is for everybody else, you just need that one person that push you along and go, hey, you should just do this. Yeah. So who is that one you.
1: person for you?
2: I've had many people. Oh, okay. So okay. because it depends on what, it, depending on what le, that location was. Right. So like, let's say, for example, I mean, in League Summit, it was my special Olympics coach that said, hey, you should be a global messenger. Right. I had the free time to do it. Why not? You know, right, yeah. Just use that skill. Here, it was just encouraging um, that parent that was going to encourage me to become a, uh, just attend People First and that during that year that I was doing stuff with People First I was unemployed mm-hmm. so that like I have time as soon as as soon as you have time you can do a lot of that mm-hmm. yeah totally.
1: well I have to say um just for those of you listening Julian has me in tears like yeah I, like, and I saw Hedy over there to hold him yeah. back too of everything that he accomplished like when he started he talked about how he's spoken locally spoken globally nationally um and i was not expecting you to say your biggest accomplishment was when you had to talk to your parents about um traveling traveling alone and independence and um and as a parent i was like oh my gosh like um and so i really want to thank you for sharing that with me and for opening up my eyes to um to just another thing to think about right like Mm -hmm. and to another to being able to I think the biggest thing, and I know we kind of taking this in a different direction, but that just really got to me, is, you know, being able to, as much as I can say, you know, be self-advocate, but also remembering to listen to your own child's voice. Yeah, mm-hmm. for real. You know, like, yeah.
0: Because I'm, like, taking notes, like, okay, when my kid tells me she wants to do something, Right. I need to help her figure out how to do it. And how to get there, right? yeah. And how to get there, not say, oh, she can't do it. Right, yeah. right. Like, yeah. you take notes out there parents, you gotta figure out how to say yes, right?
2: But it, it's, as, as much as that pers- person is finding their voice, you're finding their voice for them too. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's a process.
2: So, I, I think the biggest question right now is, you know, I mean, as parents or people with disabilities that are listening to this podcast, where do we felt untouched or unable to advocate Mm -hmm. the biggest thing is I would take a, a self advocacy pause and just go okay what do I need to do where are those organizations or things in that sense or do this thing as I say Find something that you like. That's like the first starting point.
1: Well, I think that's a great advice for everybody, right? Like, do something that you love or something that you enjoy. Like, um, you know, that's why we do this podcast, because we both just love it. Yeah, um, because we like to talk. Well, that... (laughs) Okay, it's true. Um, But, so, Julian, we still have more questions. And um, we're getting close to the end here, and I just don't think that... I don't, I want to be able to give you your time and not be like, well, blah, blah, blah. And I also want to give the listeners a chance to really hear your heart and feel your heart. Um, so I think we actually have to bring you back for part two. How do you feel about that?
2: That's cool. That's, That's cool. Great. Okay, good. I, mean, I I think the biggest question, I mean, the biggest thing is like, I'm just laying down, like just keep laying down the, st- the story is just as important as those questions. Right. But the thing is, where did like there's so much more to the story than just right. that. So I think the biggest thing is, um, as parents, and I, I mean, you guys know that there's always a story. There's a good story and there's a bad story. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, I've given you some of the good ones.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, and we just... And we love right. to we hear
2: learn, those
1: yeah. challenges, right? Yeah, we don't want it to, uh, you know, we, we want to be real. Not every day is sunshine and rainbows, right? And so, and you know that that was one of the questions we had for you, is what, you know, what are some of the challenges? So, um, but I want to give the, those a chance, too, and, and also talk about what you've learned from those challenges, right. too. And I so, mean. yeah, and um, but I want to say, um, Julian has the best T-shirt on ever. Uh, and it says this is what disability looks like and I'm hoping now we're recording So I'm going to put you on the spot. Could we take a picture with you with that? Mm-hmm. on? Okay, and we can post it We can post yep. it. Yay, yeah. Yeah. okay Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've
2: had a few people go, you know, can, we, can, no can we make it? Can uh, we make it? They're just like asking it uh, uh, if, the, if a shirt like this was out there. Yeah, it's like, like yeah, so I'm a, we are to the do some dating for some research. Yeah, so yeah
0: research. and we,
1: we actually know some people. So yeah, can maybe, yeah, who actually does have that stuff.
2: We have, we have an, an in.
0: Yeah. Well, we like to think we oh, have an Awesome t-shirt yeah. makers.
1: I mean, we think we have them because they're really great people. They, they are, are awesome really are people.
0: Great people. If you're listening, you know, you're listening, know your name. Yeah. Um, um, so it feels like we're almost out of time. And so I know, I feel like we just started. Right, so right. Julian's yeah. like, really, we're done? But Julian says he's coming back, and so take some time to process. We're going to post some of the organizations that he talked about. So you can kind of dig more into that work. Um, we'll post John Franklin Stevens' speech to the UN, which is amazing. Amazing, yeah. Um, but gosh, I like I just learned so much in the last 25
1: minutes. And I thought um, I knew you. Like, and, you and, and, like, yeah. and I get the, like I'm like, oh, dearly, we just don't see each other enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, thank you all for listening. We like appreciate it. And like each day our numbers go up and... Um, we're super excited and we get super stoked for each and every listener. Thank each. you so much. Like, and each, every like, really, listener, we, we will send text messages. Like, did you see we got another one? Like, I mean, really it's, it's that true. Yeah. Um, so thanks again. We appreciate it. Um, please share it. Please comment, um, leave, what's it called? Leave a review. Leave, yeah. Mean? Leave a review or and recommendation. A, a recommendation. Yeah. Julian left a review the other day. Thank you. Julian. <laughs> um, so anyway, thank you. And if you
0: have feedback, like constructive, productive feedback, yes, we're like we're not super thick-skinned, but I think we can handle it. And it'll we, help we, us grow yeah. and learn. So yes. and put that we, out we in just the to,
1: world too. Yeah, we want to make it better for you as our mm-hmm. listener. Yeah. So
0: anyway, um, we'll expect you back for episode seven because it's going to be fabulous as well.
1: Part two. Yes.
0: Yes. Julian Wang, part two. Speaking up, speaking out. Um, and until then. This is Hetty, and this is Tina, and this is Love and Inclusion in, in the, the Real, real World. world.